Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com No, it's not that I have any real big problem with musicals. I just, I find them really boring. I mean, you know what's going to happen. It is impossible for you to be bored by something that you haven't seen. Well, but I've I've seen a musical before. I was in a musical, Sarah. I was a a thespian when I was in high school. Okay, just because you were in like a a two-bit musical with like five other people, like your entire class. I can tell you, though, it's all pretty much the same. It's like you know what's going to happen. They're going to start off with a big number, and then somebody's going to talk for a second, and then you go on to a solo, and then you just... I can tell you the whole story of what happens. Hello, everyone. What if Every musical ever. Yeah, yeah. I bet you. I bet I could. I bet oh I could sum up any musical. God. All right. Here, we'll we'll test it. Hello, everyone. Oh, all this right. is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today, including coming up here in just a little while. We're going to be joined by a guest. We've had him on before. We have no idea who he's bringing in with him. Uh, he's one of those people that we have. He could be showing up in like a feather boa and a, like a silver thong. Yeah, with like with like maybe a couple ladies of the night, uh, and they traveled here in a limo. You never know. You never know. We're talking about Jedediah. Now, if you are a fan of Portlandia, you have seen Jed on all kinds of episodes of that. And also, he is just a, a local Portland... Um, he's a Portland legend. Yeah, he's a Portland legend. You would say I Jedediah, you, you'd recognize him if you ever saw Portlandia. He has a huge yes. beard, and uh, yes. hence why he's in the Portland Beardsman. Yes, which is he is which here is a thing. talking about today, because they're going to be doing something awesome for Mother's Day. So they're going to be talking about that. Seriously, though, he could... He could be dropped off in a helicopter in the parking lot, and I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised. Me. Or no. he could be pulled up in a like horse-drawn carriage. I wouldn't be surprised. Absolutely not. I don't think there's much he could do he that could I would be He could be surrounded shocked. by a band of little people that he has on like leashes or something. Would not be <laughs> Wouldn't would not be, be surprised. Offended, but not surprised. Be, it would be very offensive. Yes, very, very. I mean, there's nothing wrong with little people, Sarah. I'm a smaller person myself. Mm-hmm. All right, but anyway, Jedediah, he's going to be joining us here in just a little bit. And we've got a bunch of other stuff, including, do you want to remind everybody that this is the week we... Our opening registration for the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament of Champions taking place May 17th at the Landmark Saloon, brought to you by Next Adventure and Pabst Blue Ribbon. So the registration will open up at some point during the show this week. I love our fair weather cornholers, too. That's, uh, we hey. want to welcome to a bunch of, like, a, couple, a few people back into the chat. Hello! <laughs> We're going to torment you. We're going to take as long as it takes. Or, or right it could now. be in like two minutes. Now. No, it's not now. No, it's not So we're going to play it. What will happen is we'll play a cornhole sounder. You will know what it is when we play it. It's like a 30-second long thing. And then we will announce the URL where registration is open so you can register for that. Now, of course, live listeners will get the advantage of being able to hear it first. So if you're a live subscriber, then you get to hear that first. Otherwise, you have to wait for the podcast, and hopefully there's still slots open. But definitely, definitely apply if you do. If and when you do hear that sounder, immediately go to that URL and sign up for it because it's going to be fantastic tournament huge prizes it's going to be awesome we're so excited sponsored by pbr next adventure going to be at landmark so amazing yep Mm -hmm. so just wait to hear that sounder right now no it's not now all right so we've got a bunch of stuff that we're heard (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's let's actually get back 
to what uh, to what we were talking about earlier. So so you are excited because there's a, there's a musical coming to town. Well, I'm just there's... saying, like uh, like the month of May is shaping up to be like a very musical month for me. Like, of course, we talked yesterday. I'm going to be a very musical. It's my musical month of May, which oh, sounds like it would be in that. a song. Um, yeah, because I talked about yesterday how I'm going to be interviewing real big fish. Uh, when they're in town and in the beginning of May and then later on in the month, like a week later, mm-hmm. I am going to see The Phantom of the Opera. Okay. All right. Yes. I'm very, very That's excited. the one with the mask guy, right? Yes, Greg. It's the one with it's the like mask guy. like hideously deformed or some, some crap or something. He's not hideously deformed. He just had a, a rough upbringing that might have slightly deformed his face to where he was shamed to have okay. to wear a mask. That's Probably deservedly so. It. No, see, that, that's that's another one of those musicals where – I get it. I've heard about the Phantom of the Opera, and I know you know that I've heard people sing them because you and Tuggy and my friend Nate always sing this song. So they're like, "At night she calls to me." That's pretty good. Uh-huh. And you know, he's kind of a crab person living under the under something. <laughs> so there, I don't really feel the need where I would need to see that musical because I already understand what's going to happen. You don't that. understand what happens, like just because you've heard somebody drunkenly sing one of the songs. Once it doesn't mean you understand the entire music. I think this I've, is kind of pompous of you. It's not pompous. I'm just saying that's kind of boring. So you're They're saying like of... this huge, like multi-billion-dollar industry where people it travels all over the world for like ten years. Yeah, I mean, good for them, but I, it's the same kind of thing. It's, Why would I want to see a so movie? Good. Over and over that I've already seen. You've like, seen movies over and over again. I don't know. You watch Goodfellas and Casino over and over again. Mm, well, yeah, I mean, every now and then, but it, that's not a musical. Well, it's They're not like not, I'm like, watching a musical every. I've seen it like three times before. This will be my fourth in my entire life. See, but why would you do that? You already know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. I haven't even seen it. You don't know what's going to happen. I, okay, here, I, I can sum up. I can sum oh, up the Phantom turned. of the Opera for All you. right. All right, here, I will tell you here, exactly what... I did find what... a little bit of phantom music. I found some instrumental that we can play behind you so I, have... show, so it, I can put music to the disrespect. I have never actually seen Phantom of the Opera, but I bet I know exactly what's going to happen. So let me... I'll Do you give know you the, the rundown. story of Phantom of the Opera? I think so. I'm going to tell you what it is because I think I have an idea. All right, I'm not, I'm not asking if you think you know it. Have you ever heard any of the storyline? I, I don't know, just what I've picked up. Okay. This is from what I've picked up and what I'm guessing actually happens in it. All right. Never seen it. Swear. Never seen Phantom of the Opera. All right. Here we go. So uh, you got uh, there's a there's a there's a big hotel and in the lobby there's this uh, lady who sings and she's pretty hot and stuff. So there's this like singing lady. And then here's the thing. There's also this other guy. So this other this other dude. He used to be a maintenance worker there. He's like a janitor and he would sit there and he'd clean up, but he'd secretly kind of peep on the lady who was singing in Wait, the who, lobby. Who's the so maintenance guy? This is an old old time hotel where they have a singer in the lobby and it's a hot chick. This is a hot the hot chick is singing in the lobby by the piano. Oh my god. I mean, I don't know why you can't follow this. It's so easy to me. So so then you got this janitor. He's this weird kind of lumbering like freaky looking guy. And he's the janitor, and he's like walking around there, and he's sweeping up, and he's always mopping, but he always makes sure he mops late, and he's watching her practice. It's kind of creepy, like peeping on her and stuff. And then one day, he's like sweeping along, and then he's he's like trying to fix something, and he gets up on a ladder, and he falls, and he hits his head, and he hits his head on the on the concrete what? when he falls off the ladder, and then he's like, "Oh no, I'm hideous!" And he like bashes inside of his face. It's all weird. And, like, he bashes he fell, in his own face? He fell in like some chemicals that he was cleaning with, so the chemicals... What like, is this, Batman? The chemicals burned part of his face. He's like, oh, I'm hideous. I'm a monster. Arr. And then he... Uh, so then he's like, okay, well, I can't let anybody see me anymore, so I'm going to go underground. So he goes and he digs himself out a hole in the basement, and he hangs out in the basement. Now, meanwhile, the lady's singing. She has no idea all this is going on. 
You know, she doesn't know who the freaky janitor guy is. The that's freaky janitor. Burned and, all, you know, oh he disappears. She doesn't even God, notice. And so she's sitting there and she sings along. Mm-hmm. And then the, the freaky guy, he calls himself the Phantom because he's, he's a weirdo. I mean, he really is. He's, who knows what he's doing when he's behind the curtains there looking out through little peepholes he makes. Greg's just watching making a jerking lady. off gesture. I mean, let's be honest. We know what he's doing. He's sitting there peeping on the hot chick in the hall, you know, in the lobby. And then, and then, uh, and then what happens is there's a, there's an, uh, he starts messing with things because there's a handsome gentleman that shows up, handsome gentleman caller who's a patron of the hotel, and the hot chick, she's saying, hey, you're a handsome gentleman caller, you know, you big businessman guy, take me around the world, I can get myself out of this hotel lobby, and he's like, no, you can't leave the hotel lobby, and so the janitor, the, the phantom- Janitor, yeah, okay. the hideously formed, you know, guy, and so now he's he's calling himself the Phantom. So the janitor goes up, and he goes up into the uh, he's crawling through the rafters, and he drops things on onto the head of the the handsome gentleman caller, and bam, kills him. He gets rid of that guy. So that's I mean, it was unfortunate what happened then. And then he he rigs up this whole system where he can like swing on ropes from the rafters and he like locks everybody into the hotel and that's what you know as the audience you see okay. him locking stuff up and the lady can't leave and then bam she's stuck there and all of a sudden he, he appears and he's like I am the phantom I have watched you through alleyways for years and through the peoples in this hotel and she for some weird reason she's like you know what I like peeping too and I like looking through holes only you would make it a romantic peeping musical <laughs> and she's like you have a sweet underground lair that you dug out of the basement of this hotel. I'm in. And, uh, and she goes down there. That's why it's um, so unbelievable. Because why would she want that? Who would, who, what kind of a hot chick in the hotel lobby is going to really go for this you know, guy who... Oh, my God. Are you janitor. almost done with your assessment? Yeah. Well, that's about the end of the movie. I mean, that's it. So then she goes and lives okay. with him underground underneath the hotel. And then they both become peepers and live happily ever after. That's Phantom of the Opera. That's how that works. You do realize that it's called Phantom of the Opera and not... Phantom of the Hotel, Oh, that's right? just creative naming. I mean, it's also a freaky janitor. He's not actually a phantom. Bam. Phantom of the Opera. Oh, Nobody my Nobody needs to see it. Sorry, spoiler alert. Spoilers. Should have said that first, I guess. It's 100% exactly what you just said. Yeah. I can't even... And you even nailed the, uh-huh. how it's actually taking place in a hotel and not an opera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how the janitor fell off the, the ladder and... Yeah. He claimed how hideous he was. Yeah, it fell into his acid bucket. And then now Christine and the Phantom live in the nether regions of the hotel. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. I'm just, I'm, you're right. You don't have to see it. That's, uh-huh. uh, it's pretty impressive that you were able to pick all it of that It is, up. yeah. So, I mean, they're in the right, I want to do one people. more. Can we do one more? Yeah, you want me to sum up something I, else? I want you to sum up something else. So, I feel like you're, you're a little, uh, you feel pretty comfortable with the Phantom of the Opera. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's boring and, and it's easily predictable. That's all I'm saying. All right, so that's your summation of the Phantom of the Opera. All right, mm-hmm. since you know so much about musicals and they're so predictable, can you tell me a little bit about Les Mis, Les Miserables? Oh, okay, all right. Yep, let me think about that one. I really, uh, I feel like uh, it, you could, if you hit the nail on the head so much with the Phantom of the Opera. Okay. I really believe in you. Okay, Les Miserables. It's the, the Miserables. Or something like that. It's the miserable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That one, I remember what this one. Okay, let's, let's start this one off. This one, from everything I've seen, everything I've gathered. All right. It takes place. You have Wolverine. And he is 
it's kind of a superhero movie because you have Wolverine. So it's Wolverine, as we all know, Wolverine, you know, the superhero, he lived for like a long time, so he had a bunch of different lives. That's, uh, that's Hugh Jackman, right? Because he's in this. Wolverine. Yes. Well, they don't address the Wolverine part, but he ends up coming Wolverine. That's kind of the sequel. This is like a prequel. So, all right. So, um, so you have Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. And so he's living in this, in this, uh, in like the 1860s in, uh, France or Germany or somewhere. And so he's there. And he's like walking around. He's like, you know, I'm poor, but I'm happy. I'm poor, but I'm I'm happy. I have a good life. Look That's at exactly me. Exactly opposite blah, 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 of the blah. title. And he's walking around, you know, and it's like, oh, it's really tough living there, you know. And it smells really bad. It smells really bad because there's like horse crap all over the place because horses are all over the street. And human crap. It was before toilets. Well, yeah. So I mean, it just smells terrible. But he's like, you know what? I don't care. I have just a wonderful family, and I'm doing okay. And then you know, he's sitting there one day, and he's sitting there with his wife, Catwoman, and and. Said so that's uh, uh what's her name because she's in this too. So it's again this is a prequel for all kinds of superhero movies, but we'll just call him Wolverine and Catwoman just to be safe. So Wolverine's there. He's got his wife Catwoman. You know she's she's like she's kind of slummy hot. Like you know you know if you like cleaned her up a little bit, she'd look pretty hot. But she's she's like still down there. It's like in the old eighties movies or like when they have like the teenage movies where it's like the nerdy girl when she's she's got the glasses. Oh, you're hideously ugly. But then you know they do her all up and then she's like super hot. That's kind of what like uh, she's a pre makeover. Yeah, that's kind of what Catwoman okay. looks like because she's like you know in, in the in the slummy hot. And so Catwoman's there and and everything's going fine. And then all of a sudden they're like having a good time. And then lo and behold, who comes strolling strolling up with Gladiator? And he is just pissed. Russell Crowe, he's the gladiator shows up. Oh. Again, this is all prequels for everything. So Gladiator walks in and he's just he's just mad. Cuz nobody will love him. He can't find it. He can't hold down a he can't hold down a woman, but he's but he's in charge of a bunch of stuff, and that's his big thing. So Gladiator's walking around. He sees Wolverine and Catwoman. And he's like, "Well, look at them. Look at that couple. You know, they don't have much. They're poor. They're rocking around here in the in the in the stinky alleys." But uh, I'm not happy with this. I'm not happy with it. And I'm going to go ahead and put an end to this. And so Gladiator comes in. And you know what he does? Splits him up. He's like, hey, Wolverine. Um, guess what, buddy? It's not going to work. I'm going to lock you up in a titanium jail. And I'm going to kick your wife out onto the street. What's Catwoman going to do now? Guess she's going to have to figure that out on her own. Because I'm Gladiator. And I'm pissed. And so Gladiator locks him up. And then Catwoman is 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 gone. She's like uh, she's destitute. She doesn't know what to do. She hasn't realized she has her powers yet. So she's running around the street and and she she loses her hair because she's running around in the slummy, dirty streets. She loses her hair. Yeah, her hair falls out. I mean, she's how stressed does her out. hair just fall out in the street? It's like mange. So she Catwoman gets, she, gets mange. Catwoman gets mange. Yeah, and this is all part of the movie. And there's songs that go on and all this stuff. Are there songs about mange? Oh, there's all kinds of songs. And then and then uh, so Wolverine's in the jail cell. And then, uh, you know, because Gladiator locked him up, and this, like, like 20 years passes, okay? And so Wolverine's still there in the jail cell. And, and Gladiator's running around. He's like, I'm the king of the world. Look at me. I'm champion. I'm going to be an emperor someday. And I don't know where Catwoman went, but I still, no one will ever love me. And then Wolverine, he's like, you know what? I'm getting out of here. Figures out he's got claws. He digs himself out. 
Gets himself out of jail. Well, it took him a while to figure that out. Gets himself out of jail. You know, his name is Wolverine. And then Wolverine's like, you know what? I'm going to get revenge on this gladiator because you're not going to – and I'm going to find my Catwoman and we're going to make this thing back. He, he, he ends up like, – Does he cure her of her mange? Well, he jumps back and he does find uh, Gladiator and he gets rid of Gladiator. He sneaks up behind him and shoves him off of a balcony. So Gladiator falls off of a balcony and he falls to his death. He's like, no, bam, and then he's done. And so that happens. And then uh, Wolverine, he's like, I must find Catwoman. And so this is all in Les Miserables. And so Wolverine goes and he finds, finds Catwoman. And this is where it gets really sad. This is why it's the miserable because even though he's spent 20 years, he still loves her. He sees what she's become after living on the streets for that long with the mange and the and the weird things. She's like fouled her teeth down to points because she's like a weird street person thing now. And and she's like she's pretending to be a cat. And he's like, you know what? That's not going to work for me. Um, this doesn't work. And so she's like, well, I don't want you either. And so they both go their separate ways. And that's the end of it. And it ends up just miserable. Slay Miserable. Again, just nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, that's that's it. That's that's Les Misérables. Uh, I'm sorry, I doubted you. See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, musicals are boring. Why why bother going to any of these things? Mm-hmm. You know, I can tell you everything that happens. <laughs> What's the matter? People are writing recommendations in the chat. They're asking for other things. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so suggested that you should do uh, cats. Okay. Someone needs you to <laughs> do right. the, the synopsis of cats. Mamma Mia. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we can do another one. We can do another one. All right, later. Do you want to do one more? We want to do, do one do more later? now. We I don't can, know. We can hold off. I don't know. That was kind of exhausting. I might need a break for a minute. I mean, they're all so predictable. I just don't want to bore people. That's, That's true. It. That's true. It's like it's the same thing over and over. It is Same not story. yes because those two stories the janitor of the hotel and Catwoman with mange roaming roaming the street and loveless and alone <laughs> were exactly the same story. <laughs> I, well, maybe we should do. Why don't we just do a little bit of World of Crazy before before we before we bring in in Jed? I don't even know how to follow that. <laughs> Oh. oh, yes, I do. Hello, my friends. My name is Eric Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, there is somebody back in the news today uh-huh. that we haven't thought about in a while, but she was very important to us okay. for a little while there. Now, who was important in the news that was one of your favorite trashy blondes? Not your ultimate trashy blonde. Britney Spears. Not... I said not your ultimate. I shouldn't have said that so breathy. You did. It was really creepy. Yeah, it's that like was. You were impassioned. Your loins were ablaze. Yeah, a little bit. Um, okay, not Britney Spears. Not I, Britney Spears. I don't know. Somebody that I had a thing Maybe for? Maybe she was a teen bride. Maybe she was in the news for marrying oh, a Oh, Courtney Scott. Cre- well, wait a minute. Don't come, don't put Courtney Stoughton and Britney Spears in the same I sentence. I didn't. I said crazy blonde. So that's kind of that's the same. They're both though. kind of the same package. I don't have a thing for Courtney Stoughton. All right, well. I want to make that very clear. So, I mean, if Britney hears this, I don't want her. You don't want Brit- you don't want to lose your chance. I want her getting Britney confused Spears, here, right? I know. Uh, well, Courtney Stodden is back in the news because she is completely irrelevant and has been so for quite some time. So now she has decided to try and make herself relevant once more. By what do you think Courtney Stodden has done to try and get relevance? Another boob job? And not another boob job, but she has made 
A sex tape? Courtney Stodden has made, in fact, a sex tape. Yeah, so the now 20-year-old Courtney Stodden, who was 16 when she married that super creepy dude who was in the Green Mile, uh, I can't remember his name, uh, has recorded what is being called an individual performance porn film. Individual performance, I think that means that she is performing individually, a.k.a. furiously masturbating on camera, and is now shopping it around for whoever will pay the most money for it. No, I don't think I want to see it. Uh, so, of course, Stodden was uh, 16 when she was discovered by the, her much older creepy husband, Doug Hutchison. Yeah, he was like 50-something, right? Yeah, he was like 51. He was 51, she was 16. Okay. So now she's 20, which makes him, with math, 55. I'm good at the math, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Just let that one All go. right, so little is known about this. However, uh, the tape is in circulation in one of the toppermost of the poppermost uh, porn sites, which is Vivid Video, has indeed declared that they have seen it. And it's probably just as desperate as we think it is. Yeah, that just, no. Mm-hmm. I could not be paid enough money to watch Courtney Stodden. Didn't one of, like, the teen moms do that, too? Yeah, the one that has had all, like, the plastic surgery. Yeah. Well, they all have, I think, but... Probably. Like, the freaky one. Uh-huh. Oh, where she had, like, the... It was, like, some gnarly porn. Yeah. See, I don't... Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I have not seen it. All right. Well, I'm just letting you know. Okay. That is being shopped around right now. So, Greg, if you want to put your bid in... Okay. I'm just saying it's out there. Well, maybe Fun Employment Radio exclusive. Do you mm-hmm. think that's what we should invest that's our vast exactly funds in? That's exactly what we should. Our vast podcast wealth. Mm-hmm. Or maybe what we should do is uh, change jobs and become airplane cleaners because this is how a woman found her vast wealth. I thought you were going to say something about a sex tape, so I'm glad this went a different no, direction. No, I was not going to say anything. Why would you even say I that? I don't know. Well, the segue just sounded like it was. I don't, why would I ever have a segue with you about a sex well, tape? Well, I was hoping not. Yes, and it wasn't. So now you've made it awkward for everybody in the room. Well. That's me. Uh, an airplane cleaner, so she's a person who would come onto the airplanes and clean, clean, clean after people get off the plane, mm-hmm. has been arrested on charges that she stole nearly $15,000 worth of contraband from airplanes. Like what? Like the liquor bottles? or Like lots of liquor bottles, Greg. Okay. That was a good call. I'm trying so, to think what else they have. Um, so, well, she's been arrested uh, in New York City. She worked for $15, American Airlines. She stole $15,000 worth of uh, contraband. So a witness told American Airlines security officials that the 48-year-old Brooklyn woman was stealing property from uh, JFK International Airport. Detectives interviewed the woman. Uh, let's see, her name is Juanette Cullum. Uh, they interviewed Cullum and uh, searched her la- uh, searched her apartment, founding, finding 1,429 bottles of unopened liquor bottles. Wow. 1,429. Uh, seven iPads, two laptops, 19 Kindle tablets. Oh, there's tablets, where the money is. Okay. And a bunch of toiletries. So Cullum has indeed been Where is she stealing? I guess the flight attendants have laptops or, or Kindles or something? Or people just leave them behind on the planes. Oh, and she's just... Whoop. Just like, oh. Not going to turn this into Lost and Found. Well. All right, and I do have this story, which... Oh, it's Jed. Yeah, I think that we should... I'll, I'll do the story, and then maybe if we want to carry it over, we can ask him about this. Because a lot okay. of people have sent this to me. It's been in the news, and you might have seen this. It's about a new product that has been invented after you lose your loved ones. Oh. Or a particular loved one. Losing a loved one is always a traumatic experience, but a new designer urn can help bere- uh, bereaved partners relive their good times with their partner. Because this is an urn that's shaped like a dildo. (laughs) Oh, no! It is a sex toy dildo urn. This is a real thing. 
It has Aww. been invented. It's called. Uh, it's uh, the the urn sex toy. It's designed by a guy named Mark Sturkenboom. It comes in a memory box complete with a necklace, a scent diffuser. A scent diffuser. I don't diffuser. even want to get into. I don't know what a. I don't even know why that's in there. Uh, a necklace, a scent diffuser, a music system, and a traditional gold urn. It's got, it's got a boom box in there. What is? It has a music system, a traditional gold urn, scent diffuser, a necklace. But the star of the show inside the box is. The phallic plastic tube that you can place the gold urn in, which is called 21 grams. That's what they've called the dildo. Wow. Uh, Mark Sturkenboom says, after uh, passing, a missing... That just a- makes it even more fucked up that they called it 21 grams. Yeah. Isn't that the weight of the, the soul? The weight of the soul. Yeah. After passing, the missing of intimacy with that person is uh, one of the aspects of pain and grief. This forms the base for 21 grams. <laughs> the urn offers the possibility to conserve 21 grams of ashes of the deceased and displays their immortal desire for each other. Oh. That is... He goes Imagine say, like the person who like okay you know that sucks you lose a love lose a loved one you move on eventually you start meeting someone else and you start start growing up with someone oh by the way here's my ex right here and my dildo urn <laughs> my dildo urn well he said that the idea came to him Ugh. because he sometimes helps elderly women with their groceries and one of the women in particular had an urn standing near the window with the remains of her husband she always spoke so much about loving him but the jar what didn't reflect her love for him at all in that same period I was reading articles about widows taboos uh, about sex and intimacy and I thought to myself can I combine these themes and make an object that is about love and missing and intimacy Mr. Sturkenboom believes that there is a resounding yes to that answer now as he has created his love dildo ugh his urn love dildo. I don't ever want to be put into a love dildo. I just needed to get that story out there. <laughs> the Greg Nibbler story, I don't ever want to be put into a love dildo. No. No. <laughs> that, my friends, is your world crazy. Yeah, that's a real thing. People are actually, like, shilling that's... out money for this stuff. Again, waste, waste of money. You can send your money this way. By going to funemploymentradio.com and shopping on the Amazon link. Or maybe there. they can find their own earn love dildo in there. That's true. It could be for sale. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Mm-hmm. Click on the Amazon link. All right, let's let's take a break. I need to I need a palate cleanser anyway okay. because that was just disturbing. Okay. Um we're gonna be joined by Jed here in just a second. Jed mm-hmm. and I. And somebody else, unless he's talking to himself. I don't know, he could be talking to he himself. Talking he's in the himself. other room right now. He is in the other room. It's possible. All right, let's see what happens. All right, we'll All right. we'll find out. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, this is Greg. <laughs> hi, this. Hi, this is Greg Proops, the specky one from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Not the tall guy, the fat guy, or the black guy. And you're listening to Fun Employment Radio with Greg and Sarah. Yes, indeed, Mr. I think Proops. He's coming back soon. I think he is. Yeah, I like it. He is one of the few people that can remember my first name. Just because of the Greg Proops part of it, so it's always it's always easier. He that remembers way. your first name because he has your yeah. same. Name. Yeah, but see, it still so makes me sound cool. Yeah, I'm pretty much <laughs> okay. bragging about that. That's what I'm doing. All right, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today. And we have some special guests in here who just uh, who just, I just found out about something else related to our last story. I don't know which is worse. I don't know whether I'd rather be a salt lick or. Uh, or an ash dildo. I don't know which one. I don't know how else to. I am so that. cutting that out. No, that's that's, <laughs> that's going to be my. Name. That was terrible. I was trying to think of a way to dig myself out of that, but I I had no idea what to do. Ladies and gentlemen, on the mic right over here, Jedediah. Hello, hello. Hi, hello, Jed. Sir. Yeah. Oh, it's so wonderful to see you guys and all your bearded, resplendent glory. 
Well, well here you are. We're right here, yeah. yeah. It's good to be here. <laughs> Salt licking. <laughs> Salt licking. <laughs> and then also our friend Clinton is here as well. Hi there. Hi. Hello, well, sir. Thanks for coming in, you guys. Of course. Yeah. And so you guys are from the, well, a billion different things, but in particular today, the Portland Beardsman. Yes, we are. And so we're going to talk about something awesome that you guys are doing here uh, coming up actually really soon that, that uh, you guys can take part of. It's going to be happening on Friday, May 8th, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Yeah, that's when the action happens. When the action does. <laughs> but you have time to book the, the Friday action right before now. Mother's Day. All right. So, But before we get to that, I want to I want to just explain what it was I was talking about with the Salt Lake thing. <laughs> so, no, I, I, I feel like it needs to be <laughs> I feel just for my own there. benefit it needs to be addressed. So we were talking about the, the ash dildo thing that apparently people can get. And then yeah. now Jed just uh, alerted us to another thing. Well, it's like I heard of so you, there's you can get your ashes put into a salt lick to put it in the woods for the animals to, to take consume, to consume to... and go back into Mother Nature. That's interesting. I mean, I can see why that could be appealing Yeah. for some people. I don't think I'd want to be a salt lick. Would you want to be a salt lick? I'm already a salt lick. <laughs> <laughs> Best answer yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that would be something I'd want to do. I, I like the fact that you waited it out loud yeah. and actually said that I did. while we were recording. Yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah. I think shot you? out of a cannon. I think that would be cool. A salt lick out of a cannon? Oh, maybe a salt lick out of a cannon. Yeah, you'd have to be some kind of formation. <laughs> well, what, about, yeah. what about buck salt that you'd shoot? <gasps> oh, yeah. Out of a shotgun. Yeah. You could be some musket packing powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. just pack it in there. Oh, okay. Real good. Yeah, no, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that one either. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, now that we've settled that. Um, so, yeah, so you guys have this coming up uh, very soon. Can you explain for everybody out there listening what it is you guys have got going? Well, this is my favorite uh, event the Portland Beard's been put on. We're just a bunch of bearded guys that get drunk and raise money for charities. <laughs> that's that is do. the perfect simple, definition. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we do. And we're like, like, <laughs> we were on the Who's the Raw show last night, and a little shaky from that still. Oh, so, just but, a little. Yeah. But we went yeah. to the speakeasy, took care of that. Nice. And uh, so, so Mother's Day, so you can get a Portland Beardsman wearing a tutu, tights, maybe some butterfly wings. To deliver flowers to your mom or loved one or anybody. So do you have to especially request the butterfly wings? The, the, or some people come with them sometimes. There, there is a place to make special requests, and, and we encourage you to do that. <laughs> yeah, any kind of request. <laughs> and so we do it so, you know, Mother's Day is on a Sunday. So we do it the Friday before Mother's Day to surprise mom at work. <laughs> with a bearded man in a tutu. Well, usually you get two or three beardsmen to, nice. do, to do the delivery, yeah. That is awesome. And the money goes basically to help out all kinds of things. Uh, This year we're doing it for a a project called Uprise Books. Uprise Books um, gets uh, troubled teens interested in reading by uh, giving them books that have been banned in schools and libraries. Yes. uh, Yeah. Because the best way to get a kid to do something is tell them they can't. So. Absolutely. <laughs> like, this is banned. You Maybe you should read this. That's oh, awesome. amazing. <laughs> and, and we worked with them before. They're awesome. Yeah. It's a great charity. Um, I, I, I would highly recommend checking them out. They're, they do cool stuff. So That is so cool. That's a great organization. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that was around. And it's it's very it's very beardsman. It's it's a little a little off and a little uh, rebellious. So. <laughs> so when you order your um, your beardsmen or your beardsmen who are going to come and yes. deliver the flowers to said mother's workplaces, do you uh, pick the type of flowers as well? We we uh, we're going through Bloke Floral, mm-hmm. which is right down the street, and there's big, huge, amazing bouquets we get. And there's uh, the basic one, seventy five, then the great big giant ones, a hundred bucks. Then you can also for add on another twenty bucks and get an old Polaroid of Mom and the Beardsman for proof. <laughs> you know how hard it is to find Polaroid film; it's ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> and then um, we also have an event shirt that you can for twenty bucks as well. So it's you know, 
Oh, we just all got kinds, our those, red shirts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, they are awesome. Uh, so <laughs> I want to I know this. For anybody out there listening to who doesn't know about the Portland Beersman, how did this all start? How did you guys form this group? <laughs> Was it really just a bunch of dudes <laughs> in a bar drinking? Like, you got beers. a beard. I got a beard. Let's drink. Well, we, we all started um, uh, basically like that, hanging out <laughs> at a bar um, that, that was giving us deals for having facial hair. And uh, but the way the yeah. way we really became the the, yeah. por- the Portland Beardsman was uh, the Burnside Bridge. The Burnside Bridge. <laughs> oh, oh my God, we the had you on incident. last year. Yes. right after that happened. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, the- we we came together as a club, uh, all getting we're, arrested on the Burnside Bridge. Yeah, we were doing a, a photo shoot, and uh, we shut down the Burnside Bridge during rush hour on a Friday for two and a half hours. Black, I remember this yeah. SWAT team, black helicopters. We late. made we made CNN. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we made, yeah, CNN, and it was all because of the pictures you guys were posing. There, there was there was something in the pictures that, was that a, they found, uh, like non ammo filled guns. There, 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 there was there's there was one, a rifle. There's one rifle. Yeah, and so that just, that shut down all of Portland. Yeah, oh yeah. I remember when this happened too. There's like there's we were terrorists on the, on the bridge, and there's all this stuff. And I'm like, oh wait a minute, no, it's just a bunch of guy with beer, guys. With beards yeah, doing, doing like a that's... photo shoot for <laughs> which a... is just Portland. I mean. Yeah, yeah. But, but it was it was a photo shoot for a beards for breast, a, a breast cancer <laughs> awareness right. cal- oh, calendar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm wearing an NSYNC t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, very threatening. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where I looked at him like, holy fuck, that's Jedediah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, has he snapped or is this a photo? I'm like, pretty sure it's a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. So that that's kind of how we formed. So we got the original bearded baker's dozen. Yep. Nice. <laughs> and so you keep busy with all different types of uh, like things because you go and do competitions still. Yeah, yeah. And stuff, right? Yeah, we just uh, came back from Sacramento for the Northern California Beard and Mustache Championships. Awesome. So what goes what goes on at a beard competition like that? A lot of drinking. Yeah, raising money <laughs> yeah. for charity. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The, the the competition's like a couple hours, but the whole weekend is is really just a big party, and it's it's a good it's a great time. Wow, how fun is that to like get to travel the world and be in contests and stuff just purely based on your facial hair? Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's amazing, and it becomes family you start to see the same people at these places and and uh like uh, uh jed just went on a trip across the country and uh got to stay with beards everywhere because yeah, yeah we, we look out for each yeah, other i went on a tour with the fa- <laughs> with the fabulous miss windy mm. and uh, we did the whole mid midwest and we had uh, a, a couple open days i'm like i was putting it out there it's like hey and then madison wisconsin one of the beard clubs there like oh let's come play our bar blah blah, blah. and then <laughs> then they're like okay and you can stay at you know you can stay in the, this guy's uh, chicken coop. And we're like, all right. <laughs> it's like, well, at least it's dry and it's not the van. But the chicken, it, it held uh, 3,500 chickens. But it was redone to look, it was, it was residential then. It's gorgeous. They had a hot tub. It was just like. Wow. In a chicken coop? Like, yeah. Well, there's no chickens anymore. Right. But okay. It's a five-star but, chicken coop. Yeah. Oh, my God. So are you finding, are, are there beard clubs in every like major city just around about, the country? Just about, yeah. There are. There are. They're they're pretty much anywhere you can imagine. There's a there's a beard club. Mm-hmm. How do you beard network? Is it just mostly on the on the internet? It's on the tubes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. On a series of tubes. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's uh, being asked here in the chat. How much beard do you need to be in the club? None. You, none. you actually don't need any. Uh, oh. We have quite a few women in our club um, uh, who both. Uh, just enjoy being around beards, but also make uh, fake beards and compete in yeah, the Whiskerina, Whiskerina category. categories. <laughs> uh, crafty beards. Yeah, so. it's the best crafted, most creative. Interesting. So can anyone apply to be a Portland Beardsman? You just say you are. 
You're one. All right. <laughs> You've got a shirt and everything. Yeah. I know. It's true. Yeah. I'm wearing that shirt later. I'm wearing it today. There's no secret handshake or anything. <laughs> well, if someone wants to order this for uh, – so it doesn't necessarily have to be for their mother. It could be for anyone. I've for got, anybody. I've got a uh, – I got one person that buys it for their Republican homophobic boss <laughs> every year. <laughs> and this, awesome. this lady lives out in Alameda. And um, in the first year, we've, this is our third year. So the first year I show up the door and she's like, what are you doing on my front porch? I'm like, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> she's like, what are you doing on my front porch? I'm like, uh, we got flowers for you for Mother's Day. Just set them there. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then the second year, I sent someone else to that one. I knew it was the same one. Uh-huh. Same thing. Get off my property. It's like, get out of here. You know, why are you wearing that? Maybe this year she'll warm up to us. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you can buy it for anybody. Anyone. But we, we delivered it to offices downtown, schools, tra- uh, trailer parks. We went to trailer parks. <laughs> That's and this little old lady with a walker, she gave us beers too. We're like, yay! <laughs> so how many of these do you usually do in one day? Is it just a chock full of just running from place to place and tutus? It is. We, we split it up amongst all our members mm. and, yeah. and send them out into the city to so we, uh, cause havoc. Yeah, so we did under 40 last year. I think we're going to top it off like maybe – Limit it probably to 50. Mm. We'll try to, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So if anyone wants to place their order, they can do yeah. so from now until May 5th? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, and so May that. 5th is the deadline. Get get your orders in. At yes. theportlandbeardsman.com. So let's say if you wanted to get flowers for someone, say, like a local podcast here in town. Yes. You and you wanted probably, to have uh-huh. flowers delivered here. Are you, you trying to tell us something about yourself? No, I'm just saying I wouldn't I mean, mind a, seeing beautiful bearded men and ladies in tutus bringing yeah, us flowers. Absolutely. I'm, so I'm just if saying, somebody to wanted to order that, they could go to theportlandbeardsman.com and order that. Yeah, yes, what's, the, right what's the proper website? Theportlandbeardsman.com. The por- okay, theportlandbeardsman.com. Yeah. And then you can request a beard. Uh, we also have – There's uh, last year we had someone that said no skinny bearded men. We want the biggest, <laughs> fattest beardsmen. They like the bears. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we, get a lot of, we get a lot of bears <laughs> we deliver to as well from Mother's Day. That's funny. That's kind of – have you ever heard of the um, business Cub Cleaners? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I ordered them for my friend's bachelorette party last year, and it's so fun. It kind of sounds like that where I was picking out my cubs. One of uh, the beardsmen yeah, actually he, got – was uh, working there. Yeah, we've, we've, had, we've had a couple guys who have who – have, Tried working there. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. I have to say, we got a bear and a cub, and it was a great experience. <laughs> so you can pick your beardsman. Pick one yeah. out. So there's a whole list and everything like that? Like no, you, you just, you just, you just say, just say what, what your type is. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. We're all, right. all at theportlandbeardsman.com. You guys, that is that is so awesome that you guys are doing this. Yeah, too. we do the yeah, Portland That's metro area. Awesome. So we can go to Greshlaham or, you know, whatever. <laughs> or Vancouver or wherever. Vancouver, yeah. Even up to the coast. And then if it's, if it's farther, you know, it's like, you know, Pay us a little bit of extra money. We'll go. Mm, <laughs> we'll send somebody. We'll send somebody. <laughs> we'll go north of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I love a good <laughs> Awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming yeah, in and telling everybody about this. So get your orders in, theportlandbeardsman.com for, for anybody. I can yeah. think of a couple of people, actually, I'd like to order, mm. order one for. Yeah, and we're also on Facebook, so you can ask to be part of the group at Facebook and see of all the wacky things we're doing. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, keep up with what we're doing. Oh, awesome. fantastic. Thanks, you guys. All right, uh, let's take a break, and we'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. There oh, we those go. guys, I'm, honestly, they're just the, the sweetest, nicest guys. They really do do this all for charity. They really are. Really are. Uh, Jedediah and Clinton, they are so cool. And uh, yeah, the Portland Beardsman.com. The Portland Beardsman.com. They're dudes with beers who like to drink and then help people. 
That's that's uh, that's kind of a good combo. We can state for the record they're very fun to hang out with. They are. Mm-hmm. They are. They are a good time. <laughs> they are a good time. All right. So we've got a little bit of time left. Is it time now to play the Cornell Center? Greg, you have got to stop. People are going to start disliking you. They are going to dislike me if I keep doing that. Yeah, they it wasn't are. that that wasn't the time when we were going to do it. No. We might still do it, but I don't know when. They, when it sounds, when you hear the cornhole sound, Greg. Is, let me just tell you, I think Greg's head exploded when he was doing those previous, like the renditions for theater, or for the um, whatever. See, for like the Phantom of the Opera, mm-hmm. or the janitor of the hotel, mm-hmm. excuse me, and mm-hmm. uh, for Les Mis. It's possible the tragic story of Catwoman's <laughs> main. Well, a lot of people didn't know. I know a lot of people didn't know. You know, and that's what I'm saying. You can <laughs> so just you sum them all up really easily. Explosion, and then you're like over there with your hair all Ew. curly. You saying juice explosion is one of the weirdest, creepiest things I think they've ever. I said don't on this know. Show. I think one of the weirdest things that you said today is you trying to figure out whether you want to be a salt lick or an urn dildo. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I forgot about that part uh-huh. already. <laughs> all right, should we do a little bit of ball talk sure. since we've got some time? <laughs> All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. It's just a little potpourri of balls because I have to bring people up to date with everything that's going on right now. And also, I've got kind of a challenge that I'm, that I'm going to bring up here. A kind challenge? of a challenge. A little bit of a challenge just, just for you, uh, just to see if you can figure out what's going on in this one. Okay, okay. But before we get to that, of course, Sarah, the NFL draft is happening tomorrow. This is one of the big sports stories that's going on right now. For everybody who wants to know, the NFL draft tomorrow, the big thing on pretty much any sports talk radio or, or sports website or sports television show is going to be the NFL draft regardless of anything else that's happening in the world. That's all they care about. Something that's fairly inconsequential, but yet alone, that's what everybody's going to bring up. Okay. Um, the big debate is Marcus Mariota, formerly the quarterback of the Oregon oh, Ducks. Oh, a nice one. He is a nice one. He's the face. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's a good looking guy. And then. Uh, no, that was, a, that was my wrestling term. Oh, remember? that's your wrestling term. The face okay. and the heel. Okay. I thought that you were going to be I just be remember you of- going off on that before because you, you thought he was uh, attractive. No, and then the other shit bag's the heel. Yeah, that's Jameis Winston. Yep. Okay, now I can see where you're going mm-hmm. with that. I'm sorry, I'm not used to your wrestling terminology yet. Uh, yes, you can use Marcus Mariota would be the face. Jameis Winston would be the heel. Uh-huh. That is true. So Jameis Winston, though, is largely considered to be going number one to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But breaking news, what's been happening today, Sarah, there's rumors right now. So the Tennessee Titans have the number two pick, and there was uh, there's speculation whether they'll take Marcus Mariota. However, the Cleveland Browns have reportedly offered two first-round draft picks to the Tennessee Titans to move up and get the number two spot and get Marcus Mariota for themselves. Now, the drama there is, of course, they already have Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel's on their roster. He just got out of rehab, said he's going to work himself back into game shape and he's going to take over the Browns. Not so fast, Johnny Football. Looks like you have have Marcus. done like a a Johnny Manziel, like Johnny Football, Amy Winehouse rehab like song? Oh, I'm sure there's something out there. Like Johnny's got out of rehab. There has to be. I am sure there's something out there. Johnny just got out of rehab. Yeah, it's <laughs> he's ready to throw, throw, throw. Maybe you should do this, Sarah. I probably should. Yeah, they want to throw, 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 throw. Tried to make them go. Oh wow. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. But anyway, that is the big speculation. So we will see what happens with that. Moving on in ball talk. The NBA playoffs are continuing, and the Portland Trailblazers are in Game 5 tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies in Memphis. Once again, this is everything that I said last time applies to this game. This, If they lose, that is the end of the Blazers' season. If they lose, it could be the last time we see LaMarcus Aldridge in a Portland Trailblazers uniform because mm-hmm. he is a free agent this summer. Um, but if they win, awesome. That means they get to come back to Portland. So who knows? They've got 
well, really, they've got everything to lose, so they might as well. They might as well just uh, just 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 play. That's. I mean, there's, well just you know, if they win, great. They've been dominated pretty much the entire series. If they lose, well, we knew that was going to happen. So, hey, the pressure is kind of on Memphis, actually. So hopefully the Blazers can pull one out. That would be great. <laughs> Moving on to ball talk. That was a ringing endorsement right there, Greg. Well, I mean, really, let's be honest. The Blazers have played like let's crap. Let's be honest. Except for this last game. They, I mean, they won. They won. They played well. Myers Leonard. Well, my, well, they played better than Memphis. That's I guess that's the bottom line. They played better than Memphis, and that's all they have to do in one game. One game, really one quarter. They did that. Hopefully, they can repeat that for four quarters tonight, and that would be really nice. So, also tomorrow, tomorrow and Friday, I'll just a little bit of a teaser. We're going to be talking about the Kentucky Derby that's coming up, Sarah, and also. Oh, the Kentucky Derby Pacquiao Mayweather yeah. and Pacquiao Mayweather. So all that's oh, going to be happening. I could not be less interested in that weekend. All right, finally in ball talk, I've got, I've got two things. You know what? I'm going to skip one of these stories. I'm going to save it for tomorrow. But in honor of Marcus Mariota, I did say I did yesterday play a Jameis Winston song, a fan song. For Jameis Winston. It was awful. I figure it's only appropriate I play a Marcus Mariota fan song. Permission to draft him. Jameis Winston, he can't play. Too much trouble anyway. No interest in a linebacker or defensive back. Don't matter who disagrees. Jeff Lurie gave me the keys. I'm the man in charge of this. I'll take a quarterback. Roseman's out of personnel. Marcus knows my system well. What an arm and he can run. I love him like a son. Nick Foles, take a hike. Mark Sanchez, I don't like. Need a freaking quarterback to anything to get it done. I'm in love with Mariota. His desire's burning. He won't take much learning. I'm in love with Mariota. Got me all excited. Ain't no way to fight it. Okay. Quarterback, free safety. Neither one excites me. Mariota, there's a song. For Mariota. Dear God. People are asking if I made that up. Oh, no, that was someone online. That has 22,000 views. Why do you always say that? It's like you just dig the knife in a little. Because I like to say, you know, I play what the people want to... Yeah, I'm, I'm delivering the news, Sarah. I'm a journalist in this aspect. Is that kind of your blanket statement? Like, if I tell a really horrible story, I'm like, oh, some, everyone sent it to me. Because I'm they just, do. I'm just presenting the news. So you're no. saying, like, you and 22,000 other people have watched it, 22, so it makes it okay? 22,000 people have watched it. I figure that's something that people want to know about. So I want to deliver that news to our, to our fans here, our listeners of Fun Employment Radio, so that they know this exists. Because I watch it so you don't have to, and then I play the clip. And that way you know about it. Okay. It's all circular. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, that was beautiful, Greg. Now. No. I swear to God. You're going to hit me. I can tell you're going to hit me. No. I'm not supposed to talk about that on air, but there I had sometimes. Men don't tell, Greg. That Lifetime movie wasn't loosely based on a true story. It was a true story. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Also. Yes, tell me more. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be The Carl Show starring Jason. Oh my goodness. Followed by Geek in the City. Awesome. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. All right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. I do want to say this. Uh, it's, it's getting kind of a... Uh, 
hectic here in Fun Employment Radio Land behind the scenes because Bridgetown Comedy Festival is next week. Mm. Bridgetown Comedy Festival happening from May 7th to May 10th right here in Portland, Oregon. And you can get your tickets right now at BridgetownComedy.com. That's you can four pick solid up days of comedy. Seven. Four eight, days nine, of comedy. Tenth, it, yes. it is awesome. And you can pick and choose where you want to go. You just get the wristband so you can go to any show you want. Or you can get individual tickets. It's all right there at BridgetownComedy.com. Pick up your tickets now. <laughs> that is what you need to do. All right. Sarah? Yes. How are you doing over there? I'm doing good. How are you? I, I, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Um, so send us an email at funemploymentradio.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Tomorrow on the show, we will be joined by the lovely, the talented, the hilarious, the loud, the bold, the brave... <laughs> This is quite the build-up. How like long it. am I supposed to be stalling? No, just keep going. <laughs> the beautiful, the blonde, the charismatic, the charming, Christine Levine. Christine Levine will be joining us in studio tomorrow. One of many of the 10,000 comedians that we will be having in within the next uh, week and a half. How long am I supposed to be going? I thought you were doing a really good time, so I just wanted to keep it okay. going. Okay. We'll be live at... Noon tomorrow. So of note, for everybody who's listening live, we'll be live at noon tomorrow instead of 1 p.m. because that is the Thursday, and I appreciate that. So live okay. at noon tomorrow right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck up.